when we call to see the teddy bear are here to play if you don't come play with us then we will kill you hi guys why do you take that long breathe like that that breath Huh? Um, I don't know. I think I took that long breath because I wasn't in prison. And I didn't think I had to answer for my breaths. Whatever. (sighs) So, hey, guys. This is Walter. And Tiki. And this is True Ghost Stories. By real people. I mean, that's a horrible fucking name. No, it is not. We and kept it, and we didn't really work with it. Like, it just is a horrible name. It really is. You might as well be saying, oh, this is Walter and Tiki, and this is Honest Ghost Stories by <laughs> Honest People. What's wrong with it? It's True Ghost Stories by Real People. Or Real Ghost Stories by True People. No, I like True Ghost Yeah, well, how true the fuck? Ghost that don't even sound right. Real, real Ghost like, Stories by do True that. People. What people? False? <laughs> okay, it's True Ghost Stories by Real People, and we're back after a long hiatus due to us doing, spending time working on, focusing on, I mean, working on <laughs> building the Facebook group, and because she was in the hospital. Don't put my... <laughs> oh, you was in the hospital, you were sick, you had pneumonia, what's going on? Yes, I caught that pneumonia and the flu, guys. Woo, at the same time, they had me on my ass. Thanks you hear me? On my ass. What? I said, thanks be unto God that it wasn't the corona. Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me at all. Don't even bring that around uh-huh. me. Don't put that on me. So, yeah. I'm very scared about that. But anyway, can we move on? We can. You What? You, what That's the, the shit I be talking about. <laughs> That's another reason I don't like doing the show. Stop censoring me. Well, you started it. I don't feel like talking about no coronavirus. Mm. Like. Can you go here? Now, this is anyway, what I'm guys. About, guys. This is exactly the reason. So it's another reason y'all ain't had no new episode because she don't know how to stop trying to tell me what. Alright, so but like I said, tonight's episode could be it's called stories from the uh Oh yes, we're gonna be reading our true ghost stories from members of the group. Do you have some specific members in mind? Um, I, the mo- when I'm on there, the most I'll be seeing is like little tidbits of information. I'm looking for like real, ex- like a real story. And yeah. I know they on there because I haven't seen like a couple of them, like a handful. Okay, well. While I'm scrolling through. Like, try to skip over. much of it at the time downplaying it as a normal insomnia which I had struggled with when I was a kid. The thing that struck me as weird about it was that she never deviated from her original reasons of why she couldn't get to sleep. She would come out of her room and tell me that there was an old man killing 
because he lived there. I had the typical eye roll reaction like, well, you don't have to be asleep, but you need to stay in bed when it's bedtime. I didn't believe him. That was a mistake. After, after several months of living there and doing this routine regularly, I got a photo debit card in the mail from a bank I don't do business with, addressed to a different name. My first reaction was to think this was identity theft or a previous tenant didn't notify their bank that they moved out. I called the bank and read the numbers off the card. While I, while I was wrapping up the call, I had to put it down on the table to find the scissors, as the banker had told me to cut up the card. <clears throat> Excuse me. When my kid heard the conversation, she came over and seen the card on the table and said to me, that's the old man's in my room. That's him. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, the picture shows an elderly white man with white hair and a white beard, but that's got to be a coincidence, right? Right. So fine, I'm going to prove that. I took up, I looked up the name in the quotes along with the name of my town. My first search results in the man's obituary, still not wanting to believe what my six-year-old was telling me. I got in touch with his surviving family members via Facebook. I found out that this gentleman passed in the apartment after succumbing to cancer. He was waiting to move in with his son and convalesce there, but passed away before the move happened. I should not I should note that I never saw him or heard him. I only knew about this because of, because of my kid. I asked her all about the things that he had said to her. I pay rent on time every month, and this is my place, not yours. We're the most frequent compl- were the most frequent complaints. I work with the psychic medium to help us deal with this problem, but that's another story. And ended up moving out as soon as my lease was up. I, I wouldn't. Know, I'm, I respected the stance on you being the one that paid rent. Yeah, and I would have kept that stance because it didn't seem like it. It just seemed like that's so her daughter is, what was is doing in my child's room. Because that's probably that probably was his room. You know how like some people get older and they move to a smaller room. I don't know why they do that, especially. But if they have a like a two bedroom apartment, yeah, some people do that. I don't know why I never got it. But at the end of the day, he could be just, or that could have been like a room of his that was like a study. I wouldn't care what it was. She a child and you a grown adult man. Ghost or not. I don't know what type of intentions you had in life. And I damn sure don't know your intentions now in death. Stay out of my child's room, Predator. <laughs> because that's what I think you are. A predator. That's a predator. How is that a predator? When you in her room, that means you watch her sleep. She probably can't sleep. She's uncomfortable. No, because I know some ghosts that just sit there. Don't sit. They're ghosts. They're going to do weird shit. They ain't going to come in. The problem is, don't nobody nobody say it out loud. You need to explain to them what it looked like. Because to me, I'm getting molestation vibes from you. (laughs) So go away. Wow. Or or go to a different part of the house and haunt it. Not my six-year-old's bedroom. And she a girl. (laughs) Okay. And you're a grown-ass elderly man giving me pedo Santa vibes. How is that giving you? <laughs> you said, did you say Santa vibes? Yeah. Hmm. She said a white beard. White hair. <laughs> so just get out. Just no. What you're doing. No, no, we gotta move on. So look, this is mm-hmm. the next. Most of my family is extremely religious and believe in ghosts wholeheartedly. 
I wasn't very religious and I always thought to myself, if I hadn't seen it, then it's not real. That changed during my senior year. I was dog sitting at my great aunt's house while she was out of town for a few days. A little after midnight, I was watching a movie and my aunt's dog starts barking like crazy and runs up the stairs at full speed. The dog was small, but fierce. Suddenly, I cleared... I guess he meant to say as, but so. As clear as day, I heard a gravelly voice at the top of the stairs say, Bad doggy. The voice was deep and masculine. I went upstairs because I was certain nobody else was supposed to be there. I looked around and there was nobody in sight. The dog was still barking at something that I couldn't see. She was just barking at an empty hallway. That's when I heard footsteps walking away from us down the hall and into my aunt's bedroom. I could hear the footsteps, but I couldn't see anybody making them. I noped out of that I don't know what that mean out of that house with the dog and went outside in my car. The dog and I slept there for the night. I'm not entirely sure what I experienced that night, but I definitely believe in the paranormal now. I never told my aunt about what happened, but apparently my great uncle, her husband, had died in the house a few months after I was born. I never knew him, but I'm willing to bet that it was him who I heard that night. I don't know, and honestly, I don't care. You got to be <laughs> the boldest some bitch. What? To continue up the stairs. <laughs> That's what I was after thinking. you originally heard bad doggy. Bad doggy. Bad doggy. Me and the, I'd have been out the door that before dog the dog. could keep that house because he's not getting in my car. <laughs> um... Yo. And furthermore, I'm also not going to sleep in front of the house in the car. Why? <clears throat> so I don't know what you got. Play- like, no, I'm just good. You said you was going to watch the house, so like. I'm good. Well, I lied. You didn't tell me niggas was in here talking about bad doggy that I can't see and I'm hearing footsteps. And don't don't make it seem like it's just me. This shit ain't, been, ain't start happening because I'm here. It been happening. It's probably been happening to you. You're probably comforted by it because you think it's your husband. But I don't know that person. He died before I was born and I couldn't stay. And I couldn't watch the house. Furthermore, mm. I shouldn't have had to watch no damn house. People go on vacation all the time. Lock your doors and leave. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you <laughs> watching the house? <laughs> your house must be filled with mice. The dog sit. Dog sit. Oh, oh, oh. Then he going to go in the house. I'm going to fill up a bowl and I'm going home. Fill up. Let the, let the same motherfucker that said bad doggy take care of that dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me chopped. You got a whole ghost in there that's capable of vocalization and he can't take care of the dog? <laughs> Yo, watching the dog that goes. You don't need me. It's somebody already in the house that can take care of the dog. I heard him. Bad dog. So if he can do that, how how hard is it to pour a bowl of dog chow? No, you already had a dog chow pour in the water. Man, and I'm let him do that. the rest. Like open the doors, because I'm pretty sure you can open and close doors. Yeah, don't let the dog run away. <laughs> That's the no, maybe, that dog don't need to go outside. Or maybe that was the first time that had it even happened. Uh, you, you don't do know that. Take a dog for a walk. Yeah. See, that's why the fuck I don't fuck with dogs. That's too much work. What I gotta get up and take you outside for? To I ain't gotta take to myself get exercise. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, but that it's real. It's sad, but it's real. Everybody does it, and I don't have to go outside to do it like an animal. So if you can't like even like like that's why I respect a cat. Take that shit over there in that corner in his litter box, mm-hmm. nice and quiet. And if you got the good litter that costs money, you don't even smell it, huh? Mm-mm. So you cats ain't no trouble. They no work. You can't that don't type that type of stuff don't happen when you got a cat. They don't freak out, sitting <laughs> in the corner, hissing at nothing. Even if they see it, 
they probably trot off by themselves to handle it or stay <laughs> in that one part of the room. They don't draw no yes, attention Yes, they do. To Cats hiss. Yeah, but they don't draw the attention. Like a dog going to run over there to the fucking corner. Woof. Woof. Yeah, woof, that's woof, true. Yeah, woof, that's true. Woof. So you get up and you, you got to come see what's happening and then they just standing there staring at nothing. Woof, yeah, that's that's woof. creepy because you wouldn't even know you that know much with a cat. There. Like a cat ain't going to do that. They, they walking around, meow, you think, bitch, if you don't sit down and shut up, you're making too much noise, kitty. Sit down and shut up. But a dog, you just got to know what's bothering you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and you get up and go check and you see him standing in the corner just barking. I'm going to say, come on, you you going outside because I don't see nothing, but apparently you did. And then it gets worse because he turns from barking to whimpering. Oh, I got to go. When that happened, that's when it's time to go. Yeah, and he too, that means they done showed you, you his like. true form. Yeah, what you look like to him. Exactly. That's if people could see with the eyes of dogs. You don't know the shit you probably see on oh, every day. I know. Oh. They they don't never seem like they had no no trouble seeing what's there. Like when you move into a new house, your dog don't come in. Mm -hmm. You don't come in. Exactly. Right the fuck That's out. what I always like watching horror movies and stuff and like different reality horror shows. Mm -hmm. It that's always a red flag sometimes in the beginning when the dog won't. They always say, "Yeah, my my dog would never go in that room." Even when we first came. and then some of the stories you hear when they be like, "We walked in and just from the vibe, I knew that." Something was off. Well, why are you staying there? Desperate. Why did you st like? That's desperation. I'm not that desperate to spend my hard-earned money on a place that I ain't gonna be able to get my hard-earned money back on once I spend it. Yeah. No, I'm good, thank you. When I go up to that door, my dog need to go inside before I do. Yup. And if he don't go in, real or little bam, lady. We're not going. And out. then I want to know why. Why my dog ain't uh, going in? They gonna say I don't know. It's a dog. Don't feed me that. Do not feed me that. This is a specially trained dog. <laughs> he smells ghosts. So <laughs> That's what you would tell him. And that means it's a ghost in there. That's what you would say. Yeah, I, I, when I finally go to buy a house, I'm going to be very honest with my realtor. You need to have a relationship with the person that's finding your house. Mm. And you need to know, I don't play anything spooky. But I thought you wanted a spooky house. So now you're confusing me. Who when in the hell? You did say you wanted to live in a haunted house before. You said I'd do it. Okay. You didn't say that you'll live in a haunted house. I think I... What are you talking about when I said if I was forced to? I no, think you I ain't said nothing about no force. You said if I, if I bought a house and I loved it... Yeah. That, I'm not going anywhere. I'm already in it. And like... Because you know how sometimes they try to get you. Like when you watch a haunting and stuff. Mm -hmm. The people move in and it'd be like two, three months down the road. Yeah. Nothing ever happened, and then suddenly they just wake up. They undorm, they, like they go from dormant to awake, and the chaos just begins. Mm -hmm. It's too late. I didn't already set in. I didn't already put my stank on this house. You can't have it. <laughs> this house don't belong to you. So that's I could give you the basement because I ain't probably gonna use that motherfucker. No way. You could turn that basement inside out. You hear me? Like they could be down there flipping the basement, like chairs that I keep down there. Knock it all down. Break the glasses that's down there. I don't give a damn. I don't come in the basement. No way. Mm. Go ahead. Next story. I'm sorry. So this is from a this is from a group member. Do I say their name or not? Yeah. Okay. So this is a story shared from our group by Brooke Rogers. Thanks, Says, Brooke. thank you, Brooke. Hello, lovelies. Since I joined this group, I've been debating whether or not to share one of my paranormal experiences. I've decided to. So let me set the scene a bit so this is easier to understand. 
My nanny passed away two years ago in May, and it was the night after her funeral. My mom and I come home, watched TV for a while, and decided to head to bed. I turned the TV completely off because my mom had a habit of reminding me over and over if I didn't. And I went to plug my phone into in in the kitchen now at the house. Neither of us had cell, cell phone service at all. Our, our phones did not work. <clears throat> my mother's phone was off in her room and she was using the bathroom getting ready for bed. As I was plugging my phone in, it was also off. That was just from the group. It was also off. I plug it in right next to the entrance to our sunroom, a little room off to the kitchen with the windows. And I hear music playing from inside. I thought it must have been the TV, but then remembered it was shut off. So I keep listening, and the music is still playing, and it's getting slightly louder. It sounded like a music box. I checked the TV. It was indeed off. Then I walk into the bathroom and ask my mom if we own one of if we own one, and she looks at me skeptically and says, no, we gave it to Nanny about three months earlier for her hospital room. I'm so confused at this point because I know I heard a music box playing, and it was still, and it still was. I look back to my mom, and she says, I hear it too. The music I remember feeling, no, she said, I hear it too. The music box. I remember feeling frightened like a sense of overwhelming overwhelmingness and a bit spooked but not like I was in danger or anything I was also a bit freaked out because there was nothing in our house capable of playing music let alone that type and it sounded just like the music box we gave my nanny what do you think I think it was her that's not oh like I've heard but you know what I think it's something about music boxes anyway because I've heard stories not like to mention my own, but like other people who have had music box experiences. Cause even like my brother-in-law, remember how we was in the old house uh-huh. and we could hear their old house and we could hear the music box in the room. Was it in the walls? I don't know, but it's because there was no music <laughs> box neither here nor there. Nope, it was never a music box in the house. Mm-hmm. But we heard, but like whenever anybody was in that house by themselves. And you was in a particular room, you would hear it beyond the TV. The, that's the that's the weird part, because the, the TV probably could, was would be loud. And what was weirder was, and you could that, be in the back room. That's where it started. But the weird part about that is nobody lived next door, so you would it wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to hear anything because if the next door was vacant, mm-hmm. and. You're hearing a music box. Where is it coming from? Right. Because it can't be coming from next door. And you hear... Exactly. That's what made it spooky. So, I don't know. I believe that was her nanny. Because I've heard stories of the music boxes just playing. But I don't know what it is. If anybody else know any stories about, like, what's the origin behind that? Because I'm, I'm telling you, this is not the first time I've heard about music boxes. Like, I've heard different stories where... The music, well, you know my story with the ballerina was spinning, and then the other music box story I heard was similar to mine, where it was just spinning and dancing and stopping and turning, and then the other one was just playing in the darkness. Like it's, I heard a lot of them. I don't know. This is strange to me. So yeah, I don't know. That was kind of weird, but what was her name again?
Brooke. Brooke. Thanks, Brooke, for that. Um, We have a lot of... Okay, so this is... Another member of ours. I want to say the name Coral Long Duxbury. Okay, no. Or Duxbury. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm sorry if I'm not. But anyway, a while ago, things started to become weird at home. <laughs> Number one... When downstairs, I could hear what I thought was my son out of bed walking around the hallway. Mm. I go to, up to check, and everyone is fast asleep. Number two, my cat stood up in my front room, staring down my long hallway. He raised his hackles, puffed mm. his tail, and growled. Mm. He backed up slowly, crapped himself, ran as fast as he could, and and he's behind the sofa. We, he wouldn't come out for over an hour no matter what I did number three I went to bed and felt my cat jump on the bed and lay behind me I rolled over to hug him and he wasn't there number four the cupboard in my bedroom has double doors and a latch to make it closely to close properly to open it you have to lean with it using some oomph lol twice now it has been closed shut and then open open very slowly all the way so the doors are wide as they will go i feel like i'm being watched i refuse to go upstairs or downstairs when the lights are off and if the cat won't go i won't go uh, then we just say that's something. smart yeah that's smart you use that cat to decide when they're around and when they ain't yeah if they can't go down the stairs that mean ain't nothing about <laughs> <laughs> i've always loved cats they psychic i tell you say I'm- i would have snapped my motherfucking cat with a pooped himself and then ran behind the couch and wouldn't come out. You gonna stop this nonsense today. Come out here. Uh-uh. Ain't nothing gonna get you. Not while I'm around. I burn this fucking house to the ground. About my winter because nobody I, have it. Gonna be mean to the baby. Not infant alone. He's people, a sweet baby. People love their animals. Yeah. <laughs> not their dogs though. Let them kill them dogs. Don't say that because I love my cocoa. I didn't. I love my dogs. Biting and nibbling at my door, going to try to force yourself in. They, they are aggressive. He didn't try to force himself in. You were being mean to him. You wouldn't I don't let him. let you in my room. He it's wanted to room. play. I don't give a damn. I don't want you in. And that don't mean take upon yourself to start biting the bottom of my door apart to force <laughs> your face through. <laughs> and then when he That's, finally did in get... In real life, I could call the police. All you can see is his nose. Him. Remember, he's the... Dis- yeah, all no, you- that's, that's, that's scary. Like, imagine a human doing that to you. <laughs> that's that's aggressive behavior, and I'm not into it. That's ignorant. I like to be able to send like a cat. You put that cat out that damn room, they're going to go about their business. They don't really want to be around you. <laughs> okay? So, all right, the next one is from Elena June Ruffner. So, my first weird thing, number one, when I was little, while I was asleep, my soul would travel. I thought they were realistic dreams until I went to Mexico the first time when I was 12 and I could tell my mom what was around the corner because I had been there before. It was like deja vu for me. I used to see the house from above and see the land and houses next to next door. When I was woken from my sleep, I would be pulled back so fast that when I finally reached my body, it would hurt from the impact and I hated that part. I told my mom I was having bad dreams but didn't tell her of what, and she told me to pray that it would go away. So I did every night for years, and every time I prayed, I didn't dream. They went away. I was grateful. 
a couple of years later when I was like 11, it came up in a conversation between my mom and her friend that my dad used to dream that his soul would leave. And I was like, okay, she did like an emoji with tears. Mm -hmm. I then told her about it all. I had no idea that I wasn't alone. My dad didn't live with us, so I didn't know. This was one of my many weird things. I have not had any dreams of this sort since I was eight. Number two, I was about 10 and I had a dream. I was walking near a ditch and this dream was so realistic. I felt smelt and saw everything clearly. I was walking and all of a sudden my pack of cigarettes fell in the ditch. No, I didn't, nor did I smoke. Oh, she said, no, I didn't, nor did I, nor do I smoke. I reached over and fell in. I could feel the cold water and some reason I couldn't get out. I could see through the water and was struggling to get out of out for air. When I woke up, I woke up gasping for air to the point my mom heard me trying to breathe as if someone had covered my mouth and nose for a long period. I sat up and was gasping so fast it scared her. I started crying immediately because of how terrified I was that I could get out that I couldn't get out of out or breathe. I told my mom about the dream. A week later, a week later, my mom crying told me that my oldest brother, 32, was found in a ditch by the hospital. He had drowned. He had went to the hospital because he was having a seizure, but no one took the time of day. And he started to walk back home and had a seizure, rolled into the ditch and drowned about a half mile from the hospital. My mom was the one to put one and one together with my dream I blamed myself for the longest for not being able to stop it unfortunately dreams aren't always clear number three I heard Indians chanting and singing at one of my aunt's house after everyone was asleep I got up to look and one of the coffee cups moved in the kitchen number four I was staying at an older friend's house and was sleeping on the couch. She was sleeping on a bed about six feet away from the couch. It was late and I was woken up by the worst shit ever. I was in the air in a laying position. No shit. No lies. It was the most terrifying experience. I couldn't move, coil, scream. I could see my friend with her back towards me. All I could feel was hatred and evil. After what seemed forever, it dropped me into the couch, and I could move, and I sat up really quickly to look around and see if I could see who or what it was. Didn't see anything. I asked my friend, did you see or hear anything? And she said no. I explained to her, and she said her husband had died on that couch. Like, thank you. Like, oh, she did emojis. Like, when they... (laughs) Like, thank you. It's very well. Could have been sleep paralysis. So she's saying it could have. Okay. Number five. Started to hear whispers around running water that would drive me nuts because I would want to hear what they were saying. Couldn't understand because of how many people were whispering all at once. That happened for years. I know. I know that feeling. Number six. I would be in another room and hear my mom call me clear as day. And I would go to see what she wanted, and she would look at me like I didn't call you. Mm -hmm. I knew I heard her. I would argue at first that she was lying, but that would turn her face into a concerned face. This happened for a couple years when she would call. I wouldn't respond after a while because I didn't know anymore. Yeah, I sound crazy, but I'm not. I live a normal life. 
Number seven. I had another not clear dream. I was in a room. An angel appeared to me. I couldn't see no figure, just a bright light. I could feel lots of love and peace that made me cry from joy. He told me we needed to go to New York. I had never been to New York. I asked why. He said we need to go get all your people to go get all our people and take them home. When then I then he showed me someone diving into water a few times. I woke up crying and told my mom. Two weeks later, my mom told me about the twin towers and all the lives that were lost. She again connected my dreams to this. When I saw the news of the planes crashing, I instantly saw that person diving into the water. These were the people we had to take home. I cried and asked my mom, why give me these dreams so unclear to the point I can't help anyone? Wow. Number eight. A few years later, I had been sent to boot camp to keep me away from a guy I was seeing that was 18 and I was 14. Well, <clears throat> Don't do that. He really not. That's only four years. I when, love, I was, when I was 14 years old, I was very mature. I could have been with somebody that was 18. So, I was already 18 in my mind. <laughs> okay, but not in your mind, body, and spirit. What are you doing with that 14-year-old, sir? You're a predator. To jail with you. Huh, I love this guy. He was everything to me at that age. Of course, they know. Because, yes, that's what they did. While away at this place, I couldn't talk to any family for the first three months. Almost a month in, and as soon as I closed my eyes for bed, I saw him. He had blood on his head, big smile like always, and he had walked up to me and hugged me. Didn't say anything with words, but I felt him say, I'm okay take care and he was gone i woke up immediately immediately and started to pray two days later my mom pushed the guard out of the way to see me as soon as i saw her before she could say anything i said robert she said yeah and i fell to the ground crying after crying for a while she said he fell through the roof of an old building and busted his head open and I would have forever not. I would have blamed them, Kevin. I don't know. I mean, I'm at sorry, fourteen, I know, that, I know that we can't prove that I would have been with him forever. But when you fourteen years old, yes, it felt like, it felt like you took him and away. You took something from yeah, me, sending me all the way across God knows what land to this boot camp where they tell me I can't call home for three months. Hey, that's a no go, <laughs> sir. You telling me I can't do what for three months? Yeah, go ahead and emancipate me. Then I promise you. This. <laughs> For the entire three months that I can't call, until I'm able to have a conversation with my mother, I believe I'm just going to be downright unruly. Like like Michael Myers, I have nothing left to say. Okay. And just and sit there. We'll see how long this takes, because now I'm no longer hungry. Can't eat, can't sleep without conversations with my family. Oh, she said, stay tuned for number eight. So I was laying in bed with my face towards the wall and just relaxing. I felt someone small climb on the bed behind me and felt the bed move me up as if as it would if someone sat down. I thought that then six-year-old daughter had got in bed with me. I rolled over to say, what's up? And no one. Number nine. I was having a dream where I was bent over at a snack machine grabbing something. Why at a... Oh, she said, why at a not my family reunion? I don't know. I was trying to... To not cry. Why at a not my family reunion? Yeah. Oh, you know them. Why at a not my family reunion? When you just, they got to be of the same race as you. But anybody can do that. 
<laughs> Wait, what y'all talking about? You know, a not my family reunion. It's not my family, but because we have similar skins, we family. And I come to eat. <laughs> and enjoy these. Oh, it wasn't her family reunion. It was somebody. Oh, we done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I was trying to not cry because I felt lonely. Missed my mom. Someone walked up behind me and sat their hand on my right shoulder. Before I could turn around to see who it was, I woke up and looked over to that sho- to that shoulder, and my right shoulder smell like cigarettes. Hardcore. I don't smoke and didn't have a reason to smell like smoke. My mom smoked a lot. It was my mom and she was there. Number 10. My family and I moved into a rental house rental before the house we are in now. I immediately started seeing a tall, thick shadow in the master bedroom and sometimes in the living room. I would tell my hubby he would shrug me off because he doesn't believe in that stuff. All year I went seeing and hearing things. There was a couple of times my hubby thought he was something that he saw something out the corner of his eye but shrugged it off. Once we were moving out, a neighbor came over and said bye. I told her I would miss my spirit friend and she went pale. I asked what? She said, well, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, why? She says, because I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to scare you away. But a man died there a few years back. I said, oh. She said, oh, let me quita. What's that? I don't know. He's super tall and kind of heavy. She was shocked and there, and then answers yes. Then he died of a heart attack. I told hubby that I had proof and was extremely excited to finally put him in his place. So in between all these events, I've seen and heard small things, but no huge, but not huge enough to talk about. It in detail. Thank you for reading my craziness. Also, I can feel others' emotions, which sucks. I can tell. I know. Yes. Because I suffer from depression because I get overwhelmed with people's sadness. Apparently, that's called an empath. Yes. And I am myself an empath. And I can get very emotional. There'd be days I don't understand why. But thank you. And who is that again? Because she was giving it all to us. That wasn't Duckberry, was it? That was Elaine June Ruffner. That was Miss Ruffner. Elena. Duckberry. Thank you, Elena. What? The person before her, Duckberry. Wait. The last name was Duckberry. That's a funny name. It's Ducks. It's D U X. Let me ask you a question. Don't try to say it like that. Like that made it any fucking better. Ducksberry. <laughs> Y'all don't do that. I can laugh. It's funny. You know how many people laughed at my name? I don't care. I don't like you that. Got going. I'm like, hearing I other people's stuff, and that's funny. the main thing that people be talking about. I don't what, like talking that. Talking about somebody's name? No, they're talking about being discredited. I didn't say the story. I don't story care. Don't talk girl. about nobody's name. I said that was a funny last name. Whatever. It's funny. You think duck, that's the first time. I don't like that when I'm reading. That. Don't do that when I'm reading, people. We'll give it here. I'll read it. Yeah, you, you can read that. next. There you no, go. No, I don't want that. You ain't going to have my breath while I'm going all alone and on. I don't like to hear myself talking for too long. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I... Oh, these people got scary stories. She she had her shits listed off like a bulletin point. <laughs> she remember every one of them back to back. Yes, that's that type of stuff stick with you. Don't it piss you off though? It, it seems like it'd be so far, few and far in between. What that's, the story? Making me don't like that's what be making me question psychics. When you know that you yourself have seen stuff and you feel like you got the gift, 
Yeah. And then it's another person out here that's telling you they got the gift, but they always on. You telling me you always see it. <laughs> you just mad. Like they can walk into, like Chip Coffee, he can walk into the house and there's a man standing there. Ain't nobody standing there, bro. Maybe he would be there. If you don't know who's standing there. Maybe don't he would be there no if you was alone. I, no, I'm not talking about regular people like us. Like the people on the group. I'm talking about the people like them that always see it. It's just always there. How you know Chip you can't don't never always turn it off. see? Bullshit. If I don't got it in the man that I've been talking to and everybody else that I ever talked to, they don't got it. We all had experiences and we don't, it ain't, it ain't always on for us. <laughs> would make you special. You just mad, yo. You a hater for real. You sound like real hate right now. Yeah. You a hater. Like, like your Sylvia Browns and them. Y'all not always seeing it. It don't be always there. Yeah, I heard about Sylvia Brown because she the Sylvia. Like, I feel like that's what makes the world not believe in ghosts. People like that. That make it seem like it's always there. Mm. It's not. That shit comes and goes. Sometimes you be three, four, five, ten years in between You see how when she was telling her story, it happened like time years frames in, in between. between. Yeah. I'm, that's another thing I'm nervous about. What? When is my next one coming? I don't want I ain't had one in a few good years. What, a big one? Yeah, I don't want no big one. I don't want to hear that. Like, I just, every, you know what's my scariest thought? That I see a child ghost dancing around singing, have you ever seen a dream walking? I don't, for uh, some uh, reason, that shit. has always frightened me, like, to be somewhere and then, like, to have a child, like, run past I me or like run up to me. Night when I live alone, and it's going to be a person with their face right next to my face. I don't, that's another one. Like, you turn, and next thing you know, you Mate, facing, right no, don't do bro. that. I have a the heart attack. shiver that's going to run through my body. Yes, I don't like that. <coughs> I don't like that. And they're going to be so surprised. Or, and I don't want to hear you sleep and you know you in the house by yourself and you hear somebody up there, come, wake up. Wake up. You ever heard, you ever seen mm -hmm. them scary stories when they be like laying there and they'll get be, up. get up. And they be like, Tiki, get up. Uh, don't do that. Don't call my name because my name already creepy. Could you imagine that shit? You in an old attic-y, an old rickety-ass house. Like, oh my God, I'm going to just fall to my knees. Jesus. Why that's how you, you gonna hear your grandma. No, I'm not. Cause, Cause that's how she used to say, "Water." Oh my God, I feel bad for you. I hear that. Shit. I'm gonna say, "Don't call me." <laughs> don't call me. Oh Lord, take my 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 hearing. <laughs> that's what you pray. I am. I'm gonna say it right there. Take my hearing. Okay, this is another story that was sent. Okay, up until my mid twenties, mm -hmm. I would have told you there's no such thing as ghosts. Now I just don't know, and that's how she said it. When I was, when I was, I was newly married. My spouse and I moved for for his new job. Mm -hmm. We needed to find a place to live pretty quick and lucked into a perfect house. It was it was old and had been someone's beach cottage. Oh, that's pretty. It was on the back half of someone's property, with one road in and out and lots of trees and shade. That sounds pretty. Or does that sound like school? Not when she, not until she said one row in and one row out. But after, like a beach cottage, that's pretty. That sounds like scream. <laughs> it was very quiet, and there was no other people around. See, no, I'm in the house <laughs> because the house was originally a weekend co a weekend cottage. It was one big room with a small addition to one side that contained a kitchen and bath, and another addition off to the back that had a bedroom. The thing that kind of pinged my radar was the landlord. He was 
overly insistent that we sign a year lease and we couldn't break it for any reason. It didn't really register at the time other than I was a bit worried that maybe there was troublemakers or noisy parties on the beach or something. He assured us that it was a very quiet neighborhood, but he repeated again that we couldn't break the lease. I worked a 9-to-5 job. My spouse worked 12 hours on and off shifts. So there were lots of times when I would be home by myself. The first month or two were fine. I'm mostly a homebody, so when the spouse was at work, I would stay at home. Sometimes around the third month, I started to get very strong feelings that someone would be standing behind me. So while you know I was, they gotta wait till you three months. Four that's months what you said. House. That's what you was talking about. Why you can't get me that first night so I can know to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> wait till I'm comfortable. I didn't move in all this luxurious furniture. Got my PlayStation Four set up. Yeah, flat screen. All my dishware is here. Mm. I done brought dishes that my mama and people then gave me. And you wait now <laughs> to pull this bullshit. Yeah, that's and how they work. I, I regret to inform the landlord, but you are welcome to take me wherever the hell you need to take me. But I will break that lease. That's what you're going to do. You got me chopped. You can call call whoever you're going to call. Take me to court. Sue me, bitch. And that's what I'm going to say because you knew what it was when I moved in that motherfucker. And I can't wait to get in front of the judge. Your Honor, what's the procedure when all sorts of stuff is going bump in the night? <laughs> I don't have to put up with that. And I believe he knew it beforehand. And I'm going to go get proof. I want to know. I need you to subpoena he the said, people who lived the in that house before me. Because why would he make it such a big deal? That I couldn't break the lease. That means I wasn't the first person who broke it. So you knowingly put me in a house that has caused emotional distress. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now I think I should sue you. Yeah. Unless you want to just cut our corners, cut the losses, and let me go about my life. Because I, 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 it means my life. I can't live there. I can't live there, Your Honor. Wow. I won't live there. Fuck that lease and fuck you. Find me. <laughs> I've been already moved to Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm not there no more. So, no. Where did we go? Threats like that don't work on my kind of people. Because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. No, you ever heard somebody say, oh, we're going to ruin your credit? <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, you don't give a fuck. So, try that bullshit with me. You got the right one. So, when the spouse was at work, I would stay home. Sometime around the third month, I started to get a very strong feeling that someone would be standing behind me while I was reading. Mm. It only happened when I was alone in the house and only when I was in the main room. Without thinking about it too much, I started sitting in places where my back was to the wall or reading in the bedroom. When I went to bed at night, I started closing the door behind the bedroom and the rest of the house. I felt safe in the bedroom. Sometimes when I would... Sometimes when I fell asleep in front of the TV late at night, I'd wake up to catch someone standing in front of the fireplace, just out of the corner of my eye. I thought I needed to stop dreaming so much, but I started to stay in the bedroom after dark with the door shut. Then things started not being where I put them in the big room. I wasted five to ten minutes almost every day looking for my handbag or my car keys. That scared me. One day when I came home after work, I found my knitting yarn wrapped and tangled around all the furniture in the big room. What? I didn't mean just a little bit. I mean the yarn was strung between couches and wrapped around the legs of the chairs. I told myself that my spouse was playing a trick on me, and I cleaned it up. Then I decided that I wouldn't mention it to him just to see how long it took him to come clean. He never did.
I moved my knitting to the bedroom. My sister came to visit for a long weekend. She slept on the pull-out sofa in the big room. After the first night, she told us that the sofa wasn't very comfortable and that she thought she was coming down with something. So she changed her travel arrangements. She left that afternoon. Come on, now. she ain't left. And she, yeah, I need, right. I need, I, need a, I need a real bitch. Like I, that's why family is so fake. Cause see, my sister, me, my sister's not doing that. <laughs> Neither one of them, for real, <laughs> or premier. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You need to do something in the big room. <laughs> yeah, cause because I can see. First of all, Talia say. First of all, Walter, what you got going down in the big room? Hey, Talia's leaving that night, that very night. And then Premier just gonna say it's something on the couch or it's a person <laughs> standing. Like she gonna just get uh, straight to the point. And I'm gonna say it that night. What you mean? <laughs> you saw something? And she gonna tell you. Okay, well, come in this bedroom with me and help me get these few bags that I'm gonna take for now. I'll be back to get the rest of my stuff after the landlord then packed it up and put it out Because <laughs> he will not be receiving his month's rent check this time. You can try to move me into a haunted house and get the rent money. <laughs> no, no, no. I can see if you was, like, letting me stay here. Like, it was one of your properties and I wasn't paying nothing. No. I, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I'm kicking out nine fifty a month to deal with ghosts. <laughs> you got me chopped. Now, she seemed agitated, but she wouldn't talk about it. A few days after she went home, she called and said, I know you don't believe in ghosts, and maybe I'm just being stupid. My heart dropped. I thought I was the only one. She went on to tell me that after she went to sleep that night in the big room, noises woke her up. She thought it was one of us, but no one was there. Then the windows started opening and closing around the room. One window opened and closed, and the one next to that. Then she heard footsteps walking towards her, but no one was there. The footsteps walked right up to the bed where she was sitting, then over it, continued across the room and out through the side door to the kitchen area. She said she ran out the front door and spent the rest of the night on the front porch. That she came back inside when the sun came up, waited for us to wake up, and made excuses to go home. She didn't want to spend another night in that house. A few weeks after that, just when I stopped jumping at every stray noise, I woke up one Sunday morning and went to check a leisurely, went to cook a leisurely breakfast. Breakfast, and y'all, I still don't know how to explain this. When I opened the kitchen cabinets to get the dishes out, all the dishes were rearranged, not messy, not tumbled about. They were all very neat and orderly, but everything was on the wrong shelf. The shelf that normally held glasses now held plates stacked on them. The shelves that normally held bowls now had glasses on them. My first thought was that someone had been in the house during the night. I checked all the locks still locked. I, pre- I pretended it never happened. I pretended that I always kept the glasses on the shelf and there was nothing strange about have- having all the plates on the shelf. I cooked breakfast. I went on with my day. Later that afternoon, I told my spouse that I wasn't really comfortable in this house anymore. Could we find somewhere else to live? Amazingly enough, my spouse never asked me why. He simply said that was probably a good idea, and let's find something quick. We moved out and called the landlord. After we'd already packed and moved the furniture, he came over and picked up the keys. He never, not once, asked us why we were moving. In fact, he never met our eyes. We agreed to keep paying rent until he could get some new tenants. <clears throat> Months later, I asked my spouse if he ever felt 
anything strange in that house? He said, yeah, that wasn't a good house. I'm glad we moved. <clears throat> so. I'm trying to figure out how you not going to meet my eye. Yeah, what's you going on? And I'm not paying you no rent. Like, no, brother. Meet my eye. What? Here's what I want for you to do. You want that rent money every month? That's what I want. I want to hear your Weasley little mouth <laughs> admit to me why I'm moving out. Tell I, You tell me the reason I'm leaving. I'm not going to say a word. You tell me, and I, I swear I, I swear to God to you, I'll dig in my pocket right now, pull out your 950, my penny, your dollar. <laughs> why am I moving out? Why would <laughs> Can you guess that answer? We'll take ghosts for $950, Alex. <laughs> Form of a question. What is ghost, Alex? <laughs> Stop. Fuck you got going. Stand there and take the keys back. But you just earlier, you told me I wasn't allowed to break the lease. Mm -hmm. Where's the big deal that you're supposed to make out of it? Because you know damn well you can't force nobody to stay in this. I'm laying in my, I'm laying in my own couch. Form of a question. And I see, I never heard, I never had that happen to me though. Clearly hear somebody walking across the room to me, but they invisible. Oh man, sweet Jesus, I'm gonna stretch out my hand like uh, like like Alzer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Father God, oh my God, fix it. I'm gonna close my eyes, Jesus, and when I open them, you gonna make everything all right. I believe it. Wow. I'm the type of person get slapped right in my mouth by a ghost. Yeah, oh, you believe it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm surprised when I'm pushed out of the bed. I'm looking around wondering, that didn't work, my prayer? I don't believe in that. It'll work. Yeah, because you talk so much. It will work. You think that everything is a joke. I don't. I just, I just, it will work. I believe in prayer, except for when I moved to my house in New York. And mm. that lady was waiting for me. I, you think it's a joke. I know she waiting for me. Don't do, I don't want to hear that. She, you in Calabasas. You ain't got to worry about it. I know that's right. I'm going to be in Calabasas. I promise you she waiting for me. And I'm not going to see her the first night. It's going to be like five nights in. Mm. And be laid up in that bed watching TV. And because of you now, I'm bold enough to turn my TV off at night so I don't run around Yes, I love it. I didn't got like that. I Turning can sleep the in the dark. Yes. And I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night. And through the moonlight, the, through the moonlight that creeps through my window, I'm gonna see her silhouette standing right in front of the window. Just you a gonna freak out? No, I'm gonna just stare at it for a little bit until what? she move, and I see her start to come closer, and then that's what I'm gonna say. It. I'm gonna whisper it soft. Dear Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna do this, but I, I'm gonna say it loud enough for her also to hear. Mm -hmm. But I want you to take this vision completely from my sight and by that if you got to make me blind Jesus do it do whatever is necessary right now you got to send the sweet miracle of your brain aneurysm to me Jesus that's your will <laughs> <laughs> if a blood clot should somehow travel into my heart and stop it from beating right now Jesus it's your will because no way can I put up with what's coming across that room look at it Jesus make it go and there's nobody to reach out like to. on the magicians when he just did that, that like don't do that yeah when he did that like that walk i've seen like have you ever seen like scary stories like on the haunted like certain things that ghosts do when yeah. they're walking and they, towards and I, and you they, and i'm knowing that and that one that. like remember the other one he was like yeah. this like don't do that they why are you, that, you not, doing that they doing that on purpose i know they got to be you didn't walk like that in life 
Exactly. Like the lady aunt who killed herself, she gonna come down to her crouch down like a gnarled beast. You didn't look like that in life. What the fuck is you doing that for? And I would have said it, auntie, get up. <laughs> Man, I, no, I think you can only be that way with certain people. Like you, it had to be somebody you loved in life with all your heart. Like I feel like if if I was washing my clothes in the laundry room and I shut the thing and you was sitting there crouched on the floor looking at me with a demonic face, you had just died like two nights ago. So I'm already filled with despair. I don't care about my own life at this point. Ooh. I probably would say, Mama, what the fuck are you doing on that floor? <laughs> okay, get up. <laughs> you look ridiculous. Eyes all bugged out. <laughs> Hair unkempt. Clean it up. This does not look heavenly. It looks like you're burning in trepidation. <laughs> are you in hell? That I, I don't know what I... No, I'm not. And don't do that to me. remind me of my... <laughs> Is that you, Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> but that's real. What do you do when you live alone and you going through that? Oh, I no. Go you go it. insane. I know I'm going to go through it. She waiting for me. And I'm going to live alone. What am I going to do? Nobody to call out to You can to call tonight. me. Yeah, you all the way on the other side I of the world. I don't care. I'll be on now. the first next plane smoking. And when you get there, you... And if I got there and I seen you somewhere, like, like, you could... Man, I was really scared because you know how I can get when I'm, I'm coming in just like I did used to back when you mm -hmm. were younger. I'm not playing. Giving me the bowl till it's nighttime and you got to go to your room. No, I'm not going to my room. We're going to be in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> Then how you gonna say that? What you mean? How you gonna say Talking about like 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 I'm coming from Calabasas to New York to be bold with the yeah, ghost. Like, like you I'm, was the No, like I ain't telling you that. There. I'm gonna be there to comfort you in the time of depression. Yeah, you gotta eventually go back home. I don't want your comfort. Well, come back no to Calabasas with and me. Now, see, that's the problem. She ain't getting my house. This is my house. And we're gonna go to war for this house. You know, human beings can only take so much. They can only take you know so you much. You can only take so much. You be you, you can put up with a ghost for about four, five, six months. If it's an awful ghost, I think people who leave their house shouldn't leave the house. Stay there. Let it bother you for too long. It's like a bully when you're a child. Mm -hmm. You you eventually you take all you can take until you can't take no more. Mm. And I think that's the moment. That's when you can get it out your house when you've been broken down. Yeah, cause like up. when that boy did that on the haunting, mm -hmm. and he started saying, shouting all the Bible scriptures. Yeah. He was not playing. One he of was, us got to go. It yeah, and it ain't me. I shouldn't be obligated to leave this beautiful, grandiose house, and I'm alive. So, uh, the next one, can we go on? She just upset me. Go so on. her name Madison Vernon. This is someone from our group, Madison Vernon. Thank you. This happened. In the first house I remember living in, I was around six, but oddly remember it clearly. I was a scared little, I was a scared child back then and would sleep with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. One night I wake up to see our door is open and the bathroom light is on. A little silhouette of a child with wacky hair is staring, standing in the doorway waving at me. I waved back and called out my sister's name but heard no, res no response. I started to get scared like a child would and pulled the covers over my head. After a minute, I pulled them down and the child was gone. Now, this house was really old. It was built for my great-grandparents when they were younger, so it was quite, quite creaky. If it was my sister, I would have easily heard the floorboards creak and she'd walk back to my mom's room and I would have heard the door close because she was young and couldn't close doors quietly. I had no idea what was standing in my doorway that night, but it was harmless. Whatever it was, thinking back to it, I probably should have looked up at the ceiling just in case it was above me, but instead I went back to sleep. If anyone has had any explanation for this, please feel free to settle my mind. 
I can't. It was, <clears throat> it was a spook. Mm. That's what it was. That's the problem. Too many times we need our mind settled. For what? Let <laughs> wander. Why you want to just... Leave your mind unsettled. Wake up. Wow. That's the problem. We're all in the matrix and don't realize it. We need to wake the hell up. Stuff is real. Oh, somebody said this. Okay. So this is Grace Turner, who's a rising star in our group. I promise you, all these people that's in this group, they sound like Sims. They all got Sims' name. Who's next? Storm Gal? Now uh, listen. Gal Hellstorm? I feel like I am the... Grace Turner. I feel like I'm the only one that ex, that experienced this. Has anyone heard of a phenom called the Screaming Bachi? The who? Screaming Bachi or Bachi? For example, I was laying in Is bed... No. Uh, for an example, I was laying in bed right awake one night when I heard a bloody scream like someone getting murdered. It sounded distant at first, but then it came closer where I thought it's it was outside my window. I didn't go to my window at first because I was scared, but then I heard the sound of something pounding on the window while shouting, please help me. I looked outside of my window, but nothing was there. But the screaming kept on going through the distance at night until it stopped at three in the morning. Side note, the story disturbed me so much that every time I think about the screaming, it brings me to tears. By the way, this happened in Tasmania, where I used to live for 11 years or more, and there were no animals in sight that night, and all of my neighbors were sleeping. Where's Tasmania? I don't know, but I always think of the Tasmania Is it in America? I don't know, but I want to go. See, that's the problem. That's why if I'm going to be haunted, I'd like to be haunted by an American ghost. That's stuff I'm used to. I want to go. It's another reason I don't want to travel. I'm not used to other countries' bugs and the stuff they got. I'm only used to my stuff. And I'm too lazy to learn new shit. I want to go I like, to... Like, I don't want to go to these places like Japan and all. Like it's, it's, it's different stuff you got to deal with. You're dealing with totally different monsters, different people, different currency, different languages. It's just I'm, I'm too lazy for all that. I want to go to... Uh, Here in America, I know if I'm out past dark, I'm probably going to see a black-eyed child. Why do you talk over me? The Sasquatch. Like, why do you do that? A few monsters, like, hugging mommy. And, like, you and hear him. me telling you what I want to go. Because I guarantee you it's somewhere far off and full of ghosts that I don't want to meet. No, I'm saying I want to go somewhere, like, in a different country to see theirs, but not really see it. Like, no, I you go don't. To, I do. I want to go to the catacombs, but just see the catacombs from the outside, but not go into the catacombs. I don't want to see I just want to say I'm outside the catacombs, because I, I don't, I don't want to see nothing, and I don't want to get trapped in it. And it'd be just my luck that it just collapsed. I'm just scared. Mm -mm, I'm good. But I want to go to Paris. I want to see everybody's country in their, in, in their legends. Like, I want to go to Lizzie Borden's house. That's in America. I know what I want to go. I'm good with her. Are you really? I'm not, but then I feel like I can deal with that because then I know how to get back the fuck home. Then we should stay tonight at Lizzie Borden. <laughs> stay tonight? Yeah. No, she won't get the chance to. I don't to... feel as though she'd be a ghost that really scared me. Are you crazy? Because what you really gonna do but come in there and then act like you chopping me up in pieces and pieces and pieces? No. She can come into the room and just stand there. With an axe? N fuck the axe. Her alone standing in there in her petticoats <laughs> staring at me with an undead look you is enough for me. Petticoats. It's enough. But you know what? It, this episode is about to come to a close. See you guys.
It has been real. Till next time. Lots of love. This is Walter. And Tiki. This is True Ghost Stories. By real people. Good day. Why would you... <laughs>